forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky and It's Patrick Henry again. My social security number is just kidding. Seek treatment, treatment. A podcast about boys, boys sex, sex, fucking dating, dating and, and love. love and everything. We're in back in the studio with our guest. We're so excited to have him on the show. He's an absolute delight, genius, ray of light. I'm so excited. Put your ears open for, for Adam, Adam Eli. Eli. Adam, finally. Hi. I have to tell you that I'm like besides myself. Excited. No, no, uh, we want. I really, really, really don't be crazy towards I'm us. John, I'm really honored. We're so happy to have you. Do you know what I just did? Um, Tell us. So you know how while we were recording our advertisements, I took a step away to quote unquote make coffee, and I did something that I've done once before, but this time I did it for the longest time. I pressed brew, whatever, and I was sitting here and I was thinking to myself. It's really been a while, and I do not hear any of that drip, drip, drip. And I looked, and you know what I didn't do ultimately is water. put any put any water in. And so I have to wonder, like, what are? And it was like that for like five minutes. Like, what are the consequences of that? What were the consequences? I'm not experiencing any consequences yet, but it's like I'm <laughs> I'm always living in kind of fear because I'm someone who kind of like will do that kind of thing, or like right now, like this like piece of my earphone headphone is missing, and they're my boyfriend's, and he's someone who literally never loses anything like he he knows where he puts everything like he'll put something in a place and then he'll know that you know he put something there a little while later and i'm not that person so i'm always worried that i am uh, kind of moving because i'll dissociate and one time i dissociated didn't remember blacked out completely sober at a hotel room and i took his id his license and i slid it i swear to god slid it under the hotel tv we couldn't find it for like two days and i remembered seeing it and we knew that i had done something with it and i was like i literally leave my body and i'm not presently there and so finally i know found it. i've seen this kind of that's why he's he's left more journals at Aubon paul's in new york city than any <laughs> other um up-and-coming rising artist Com- and any other comic to watch um adam where are you what's going on um, I'm in my apartment in Greenwich Village, and oh my I'm, god, you, your apartment looks like a full blown home. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. My my rule is that if it could not have been in the first class lounge on the Titanic, it can't come into my apartment. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm obsessed. I but love that. Send us support because like they did not let Jews in there, so like <laughs> the rules, but it's fine. <laughs> that is so funny. I am. Um, that's like my taste. Like I want like an old. Like if I am ever rich, rich, I want to live. Whatever. Opulence. You want opulence. opulence. I, I want like old money feel. Like I want to live in like an, a classic old Hollywood mansion in LA. You know what I mean? Like in the Burr Streets or whatever. I want to live in like, you know, the A, you know, the Architectural Digest home tour videos. There's one where it's like a lord and a lady and they're like English manor. Do you know that yeah. one? It's that I, one. I, it's that I, one that I want. I don't know that, but I do what I will say is that I w- I'm very well versed in the underappreciated Bravo series, Ladies of London. Right. And um, there's a woman named um, Julie who is uh, married to the Earl of Sandwich, and they have a house that I cannot remember what it's called right now, but it's very much a manor. 
Totally. Always about the English country house glam. It's like a mixture of English country house, which I love. So it's like Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey meets the Joan Rivers documentary when she oh. described her. It's just like Versailles goes to Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. so good. And I just, I, I just remember that the house's name is Mapperton. But I want to say. I just remember that I saw the Joan Rivers doc in theaters with a lover when I was 18 years old. What, <laughs> what was the Joan Rivers doc? Um, you got it. A piece of work. It's uh, it's amazing. What um what You'd is it, it like? It just tells. Oh, maybe I'll watch it. I want to watch that. I never saw Paris is Burning. I want to watch that. Really so, good. So important. And there's one more doc that I've never watched. You ever watch I'm Queen not... of Versailles? Absolutely Speaking of not. Versailles, no. One. <laughs> I would love to live at Versailles one day. But did you watch Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette? Oh yeah, no, no even. Hevon. Oh, Hevon. is that really good? I yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes I'm like, can we all come? I want to meet Marie and be like, are you really? <laughs> are you really like? Are you this? all you are cracked up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you really how everyone says you are? You know I, mean? <laughs> I want to meet Marie and say, are you really how everyone says you are? Pat like, Regan meets Marie. <laughs> and I'm like, is this real? So, yeah. so Adam, have you been in the city since this all began? I was with my family for like six weeks and then my parents drove me into the city. So now I've been in, I've been here. Where'd where you are your up? parents? Or where'd you, where are you from? Um, I'm from Westchester, which is right outside okay, of the city. Okay, close by, close by. Close by, close by. That's where my friend Mike Kelton grew up. Do you know Mike Kelton? I don't know Mike Kelton. You would love Mike Kelton. You would love Mike Kelton. Is he cute? He's yeah. very cute. Is are you he, single? He's not single. I am single. And what I want to say is that two things. One is that I want to date a hot gay rabbi, but all of the hot gay rabbis have boyfriends. Oh my god! And Wait, is there rabbi- a community of hot gay rabbis? I honestly, yes, there are. That's- oh my god, that's so my type. Yeah, me and too. All a hot gay rabbi is Catherine's type. It really is. Like it checks a lot of my boxes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never even considered that for me, but that sounds incredible. That would be great for you, but no, except for your boyfriend is so cute. Thank it's crazy, you. isn't it? He's so handsome. Thank Both you. of your boyfriends are. so so cute. I know, I'm so in love. It's absolutely sickening. Um, That's why I love. He has earphones the- in. My <laughs> boyfriend painted his entire um, he kind of he painted his entire head white yesterday for a uh, art project. <laughs> <laughs> Was that cute? He, he wanted to look like an egg. He's he made a video where he wanted to be an egg. That's so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he was laughing because he was like so. And he's like, "This is literally egg parrot, and people are gonna like be commenting that." I remember <laughs> it. But anyways, wait. So Adam, uh-huh. tell us. I think the main question we have on this pod, just to dive right in, because I think we're all wondering, who were you? Who are you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Okay, I think that that's a great question. Um, I was a scared, closeted Orthodox Jewish teenager named Adam Werner. Can you tell me what? Orthodox- Can we talk about how Orthodox you were? And, yes, and can you just tell me what Orthodox exactly, exactly, exactly is? Okay. Or is this within the context of unorthodox? Have either of you watched it? So I have, but also it's in the context of I took an Orthodox Jew's virginity. And for, oh, and for okay. me, I've not watched it, but want to. You probably know him. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to, sorry. I got, that was a lot of information. But <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how this podcast is. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of information. Okay. So. What's happening? There was a lot of information thrown at me. Where are we going? 
basically explain how, what is orthodox, how orthodox were you, and how do you feel about my having taken an orthodox Jewish virginity my senior year of college? And know that this is going to kind of blossom into when and why did you come out? When did you know you were gay? What was your first jerk? What was your first gay jerk? New segment, new po- new <laughs> okay. podcast segment. What was your first gay jerk? Because I, I actually unlocked. To whom did you first gaily jerk? <laughs> <laughs> I actually unlocked my first gay jerk recently. Don't you love when you unlock a memory from your past? I can't. I can't. I cannot a, wait a to sweet sh- memory, but yes, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will go first and say that <laughs> my first gay jerk was um I remember be I can't it's weird. It's like weird. It's a weird one. It, um I know mine also, and depending on how weird yours is, I'll share mine. Okay, perfect. I think it'll <laughs> be fine. I okay. was a freshman in high school, had just like been at gym or something. I remember I specifically remember this image of like seeing this guy like with just his uniform pants on and like he had this huge butt and um I I will I do remember the person's name I will not share it on air <laughs> and um it was just I remember being so and it was the kind of whatever he had a sling he was a jock but had a sling backpack so it was kind of like are you gay deep down and you know, remember those slings, the cross shoulders that like a messenger would, bag, yeah. like a messenger. Like that kind of came into vogue for artsy boys when I was in high school. Yeah. But to ha- for like a lacrosse player to have that, it's like, what's going on? And mm-hmm. so I he was begging being... to be gaily jerked. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he basically walked up to you and said, "He's like, hi, can I be your first gay jerk? <laughs> can I take your gay jerk flower?" Yeah, yeah. And, and he did. And he did. So I don't even think I processed, and I still have the image of the in the locker room. I don't even know if I processed it. I was like um, feeling erotic about it in the moment, but later I went home. I was wearing my uni- my school uniform. Like, which is oh, inherently I'm... sexual which is yeah. <laughs> yes it, it really is and i remember being like i want a jerk and <laughs> so then my eye you know when you're little and you like your eye catches something. how did you know you wanted to jerk if it was your first because when i the first time i came i remember being like oh my god like oh my goodness totally like... that's an incredible question it's it wasn't my first jerk it was my first gay jerk and not even that um not even that um my previous jerks were straight by any means they were kind of like physical like rubbing up against it. exactly like they didn't even really connect with sex and um so then um Catherine, you're gonna want to hear this sorry i just looked over and my lover was shrouding his face in shock what happened Oh, he's watching Fleabag. That's my guy. That's my feminist icon. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> so I'm in my bathroom upstairs. I end up, I my eye catches this, my younger sister for her birthday or something had been, had been given strawberry shortcake foaming soap. You know that character from the animated world, strawberry shortcake, that, that's, yes. that small yes. woman who loves strawberries. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> So they're in the bathroom. Like, why is her head like a mushroom or something? (laughs) Yes. Like, something like that. She's, like, raggedy. Like, I don't know what Strawberry Shortcake still is. Candy World adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So we had this Strawberry Shortcake foaming soap that was cool because it was, like, foam. And, you know, that, like, excited me. So I lie down. (laughs) I lie down in the bathtub in my uniform. Um unzip I like I'll kind of like take my pants down and like put the and, and mind you I'm like um kind of a bigger kid at this point I put I fill my hand with the strawberry shortcake foaming soap and I'm like this would be cool to jerk off to so I start jerking off it and then I start out of nowhere out of the it's like a little precarious though like what if it like 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like totally, totally. I just knew that that foamy. All, all I was thinking at this point was foamy probably feels good. To be honest, okay. <laughs> it was more intuitive. Okay. So I started strawberry shortcake foaming soap, and all of a sudden I just started. I just start imagining messenger bag lacrosse kneeling, <laughs> kneeling next to the bathtub and jerking instead. Oh so my, 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 my first, my first gay jerk was imagining <laughs> that I was lying in my bathtub and in my uniform and my, and a lacrosse player who used, has a messenger bag was jerking me off with strawberry. Sugar <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, that okay. small woman. <laughs> that small um, woman. That small woman's foam. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is so much worse than that. I'm so I ready. Really, I really can't believe I'm saying this, but you know, in the original American Pie movie, yeah, of course, when he's fucking the pie, yeah, of course, you kind of see like a bit of his ass, yes, of course, yes, I know exactly. That was my first. That was he is so hot to me, Jason. <laughs> I one time saw him in person, but me too. And I think he lives in Tribeca or something. <laughs> saw him with his family early he, quarantine. Early quarantine, I was like, even Jason Biggs is quarantining. He struck me as kind of normal, like unaffected. Wait, so that that just thought that square was very erotic too. Are are you what? Um, what are you? Do you remember? Do you, do you remember if you used foaming soap? That was your little sister's. <laughs> or someone in my class was like joking about like using lotion, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. And then the best is maybe you identify with this. Maybe you both identify with this. Is like once you figured out how to do it, you like run home from school to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I have told the story on the pod, but my first um, just reg- my first memory of jerk, um, straight, <laughs> be it straight or be it gay, as, as we famously know, I'm straight, but I like when boobs are pressed up against the shower and they're wet. So maybe it was to that. Maybe it was. So it could have been to wet boobs or it could have been to a man idea, idea of a man. But I remember so I'm in my, my bedroom, my high school bedroom, but I'm, it, was in, it was in the eighth grade. I was 13 years old. And I'm laying on my hand and I was jerking to something, which is I lay on my hand and I go like this with my middle finger and I kind of just come like 17 times until I'm bored. But I remember looking at a neon pink stretchy book cover of my Spanish book and looking at it and being like, remember this, this is the first time you've masturbated. Oh my God. <laughs> I love seeing that book and knowing what I knew. That was the time that I knew what I was doing. I love memory in that way. I love when you have random. I remember riding bikes with my family and looking at a um, riding bikes and looking at a car and thinking. I was like thinking about memory and I was saying, mm-hmm. since this isn't like a really interesting thing, I'll never remember it looking at that car. And I was like four, and like literally, I've always remembered it because it's like I'm always Guess, like, you know, I do the same thing with Triangle Fence. Triangle fence. <laughs> I was in my Spanish language immersion program in the seventh grade in Costa Rica, and I thought it's a memory interesting. I'm gonna remember this random moment. I looked outside. There's a fence shaped like a triangle, and I go triangle fence. My my aunt was like, Adam, take a moment, stop, and just like look around, so that way you'll remember this. And I literally have always. That's so beautiful. Slay aunt moment. Wait. So so tell us about go back go back back to you and who you were. The orthodox question as we post it <laughs> there's the orthodox question so would you want to know how orthodox we grew up yeah yeah what were like, your rules what was your childhood so you had to keep kosher we couldn't use electricity on shabbat we couldn't drive like the sabbath on saturday we couldn't use money on saturdays and like the same applied to all of the holidays etc cetera, etc cetera. wow Can I insert, then, why is the sabbath sunday in christianity and saturday in judaism I don't, scheduling. I don't it's, a, it's, a, it's ultimately a scheduling thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't have thing. everyone shut down on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> but, 
Cuomo was there being like Saturday <laughs> at the phone table. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with this podcast because I feel like, first of all, you both are super hot and you both have like objectively really hot boyfriends. Oh like, my oh my God. Am oh I having deja vu? But the thing, and then you both, I love how you talk about your body issues like mm. so openly. And like, I feel like when I talk about my body issues, it's like, okay, Instagram, like, yeah, here we are. Like, bear um, my truth. Whereas you, you just do it so casually. Well, and I don't know. Join us. So do you want to casually that. talk about your body issues? Well, and what, what I'll say, um, kind of in response to that, is like, it is like this weird kind of balance and line where it's like we both grew up with these body image issues and we both like i've had an eating disorder like it's we both have our struggle with it i've tried to have one famously so we just (laughs) so we just like will really speak to that experience honestly and then sometimes there will be people who are like there that uh that's unhelpful to me or i don't you should talk about it differently or like all this stuff but it's like for me it's like i um I don't think it's helpful to kind of project this very healthy body image on yourself and act like that's how you feel because because that's not how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, people can identify. You know what I mean? I agree. And I, the first time I ever posted about my body, it took me, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so honest online. Like, I always tell, like, everything. I tell, like, every – I tell my full truth online, but I, like, wasn't talking about my body issues, which was taking up so much mental and emotional energy. Mm-hmm. And so the first time that I posted about it, like, a turning point in my life was I was shocked at the response because I learned, like, within 15 minutes that everyone has body issues. Like, totally. I really thought I was, like, the only gay and, like – wishing that he like having like serious issues and like not dating because he was so nervous about his mm-hmm. body and like the amount of people that read that like reached out and commented and I had full on like porn stars being like I deal with this every single day here's how I deal with it and so once I realized that like by talking about it in like online or like in this space I think it just like it like cracks the totally. facade that like but yeah, what, and like skinny, you know. What do you think about? Because I think the thing we struggle with is some because we're so honest about it. Sometimes people are like, "I find this too triggering. I can't listen to it because you guys are like, you know, bringing up stuff." And I'm, I don't know, I don't, I never know what to respond to that. Besides, like, I'm just being true to myself, and I don't know who else to be. Well, I think that <clears throat> this podcast talks about like serious things and not serious things at the same time, and this is one of the serious things that you talk about. So yeah. it's like that's not the way that they want to approach their body issue talk that's okay but I'm sure that it really resonates with other people yeah, especially like yeah. if you're listening and like you can talk about this podcast also get that from it yeah. yeah totally like you said something about like not being able to drink orange juice without feeling like a many tragic guilt yes I so identify with that yeah, yeah. totally so we're back in the studio oh yeah. my god so Wait, so are we acknowledging that we had a small technical difficulty? We're, we're going to go ahead and be open and real and raw with our podcast. We had a small technical difficulty. Now we're going no video, just audio, just like old-fashioned days, like calling up our friend Adam on the phone. Exactly. Now, Adam, as before the internet reared its ugly head and ate us live and whole, we were talking about um, how we worry sometimes how listeners are experiencing our talk about body image. I think that I think that there's no right way to talk about it. And the most important thing that we do is talk about it. Because if you think about the ratio of how much people like us are talking about it versus the ratio of 
how many insanely thin and like overly produced and edited bodies you're seeing. Like, there needs to be more advice of this conversation. And so if someone is triggered by it, that's totally valid and totally, and to- I think that's totally and completely valid. But this podcast, why one of the reasons I'm so obsessed with it is that it juxtaposes like really, really funny things, which with also really serious things. Like you talk about sex, you talk about gender, you talk about anal sex, you know, our first gay jerks. Uh-huh. <laughs> now. Uh... So then when did you, so then, you know, being raised in such a strict Orthodox home, like when did you decide to come out and when did you think you were gay? And like, what was that? How did that like, how did your religious life intertwine with your sexuality, et cetera? Because as you, I don't know if you know this, but I was raised. Um, I grew up going to a very evangelical like camp and youth group situation. And so I was living in shame for so many years and I am always fascinated by people's religious journeys. Yes. Um, my, the, the book opens with me having like an emotional breakdown in the third floor bathroom of my high school. Mm, Oh wait, tell people really quickly, plug your book. Plug my book. Okay. My book, my first book ever, the nuclear conscience comes out on June 2nd with penguin teen and um, it's part of something called the Pocket Change Collective, which also has books by Kimberly Drew, Alok, and Shitezka. Yeah, they I'm all obs- look so good. The illustrations are so beautiful. Thank you, Ashley, is incredible, and I'm so I'm so excited about all of it. Wait, and what's I'm, what's the illustrator's name? I want to follow on Insta. Um, Ashley. Oh, I'll have to send it. Damn it! I wish I could plug her. Wait, you know what? I can. I'm nope. gonna plug. Okay. She's great. Well, Adam, you know what I'm curious about now, as we're getting into it. Yes. Do you do you feel in your heart of hearts you're a T, B, or V? I truly, truly feel like I'm versus Versace by J.W. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I felt like you were Versace. Yeah. Um, I definitely think I think that I'm verse, but the truth is, radical honesty, I feel like I haven't had that much experience bottoming with yeah. someone I really like. Yeah. Totally. But you're a you're famously a bottom. I am. Yeah, I really am. Though I, just, I, I did. He gazed t- into the sunset. <laughs> I am. I, I really am. I, I did. I did, did top a few days ago. I mean, like ten days ago. But so how did that go? Um, it was fine. Someone should write it down that that happened. Um, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was kind of a. It was kind of a product of quarantine. Uh, and yeah, well, quarantine will really mix shit up, won't it? Well, for I, me, for me, what I can't do, and I feel like a lot of people do, and they just don't say it when they come on here. Wait, what? That I have active crushes on both of your budget. Oh my god! Yeah, people oh my god. say that more. I'm honored. I'm honored too. Wait, I'm curious, Adam. Do you have a type? Um. Okay. So I. So I've always been told. I always say like I don't have a type. I don't have a type. I don't have a type. But then I always end up dating Latino boys that are shorter than me. Oh, okay. Really? You've heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it. Here and like first. everyone in my family, everyone in my family knows it also. Um. And I never seek that out, but I'm always dating guys that are shorter than me, and a lot of times. No, I want to say I was so charmed by that video you did with your dad because he you said he's a penis doctor. Yes, he's a full on penis doctor, but he does male infertility and sexual dysfunction. Oh, my God. So it's also like if you're not like it may be like the swimmers aren't working, but also like if you're not enjoying Mm. sex or something wrong in the bedroom. Oh, I'm curious. Like, did that mean like growing up like sex? It was normal to talk about sex or how did that affect you? Yes. Oh my God. So literally, like, it'd be like, Abba, which is that. And he'd be like, What did you do at work today? And he'd be like, Well, there's this couple, they want kids. And we went into the testes and we thought there was no sperm. But then, guys, we found sperm. Like, that was like 
101 and they would always like encourage us to masturbate and stuff oh that's really so amazing that's so different from wait and you do you have sisters as well or just brothers so wait first I, so i have three brothers and the name of my dad's practice is it's maze labs and it's all of our like the initials of our names oh my so god I, I have three super straight brothers yeah i met one of your brothers one time we met yeah at that we did you met evan yeah 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 um what was i going to say wait Are that's they all married um, one of them, the youngest one, is engaged. Weird. Tell, then, tell that one he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one that you met, um, he's straight, but he wrote a queer fantasy fiction novel. I think you told me that. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that's a product probably of like literally your dad being open about sex and your mom being like, "Please, by all means, jerk off." <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly. It was like mostly my dad being really. Like, yeah, that yeah. makes more sense to me. So like. So what was your mom like? Well, she was just like, okay, like here we are talking about it again. But like at the Orthodox school, that's what my brothers went to. My dad would go in and teach sex ed to all the seniors. And he literally, cause like, you're not supposed to masturbate in like most ultra religions. So and my dad would literally be like every year, he'd be like, masturbating is important. There's no such thing as masturbating too much unless oh, you're irritated. Your dad's in. a hero. Yeah, well, and all the rest would be beside themselves. You know you're who your dad should have met though? Who? It was me and like high on Adderall for four days, not sleeping, <laughs> jerking off, jerking off eighty five thousand times a set. Your dad should have met me at that. I mean, I was twenty six, and then tell me there's no, no too much jerking off because he would be but like, it, but it like, doesn't hurt like any internal stuff. It only like the only thing bad thing that can happen is like it shapes like your skin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't hurt any of my internal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> imagine I was like, I need a new pancreas. Clearly not, not your topping. So <laughs> imagine I was like, I need a new pancreas now. Jerked off too much in my twenties. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't um, do they like used to tell kids they go blind if they jerk off. Oh, no one ever told me that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I never believed that stuff. Like whenever everyone was like, "Don't make funny faces, it'll get stuck that way." I was like, "Then why does no one have a face <laughs> like that?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember being five and thinking that. I, I, speaking of memory again, I remember being five and thinking that. I remember being five in kindergarten and my teacher calling me up and like for whatever report card she was doing of like kindergarten, she had to she she was like, "What's your phone number?" Like one of the things was like, "Does he know his phone number?" And I knew it started with two six six. So I was like two six six, and instead of being like, "I don't know the rest," I just guessed four other numbers. And she was like, okay. And she never told me if I got it right or wrong. And so I was like, I think I just pulled that off out of my ass. Like, just guessed my phone number. And then also, famously, she um had to write down that I didn't know my name because I, for some reason, would not respond to um that. When she was, like, asking me what my name was and, like, trying to get me to respond to my name for the report card, I wouldn't respond. And she, like, had to call my mom and be like, I'm, I'm sure that he knows his name. He wouldn't <laughs> speak to me. <laughs> So that's memory. That's memory for that's you. Memory. Speaking of memory, when did um how were how were your parents about gay? If they were integer, we actually we're gonna get into this in the second part of the episode. Guys, stay tuned for who Adam Eli is and wants to be in the next section, and also how his parents feel about gay jerk because we know they liked regular jerk. <laughs> Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.